Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Mike Marillo. From life in prison to a job at Georgetown University, I'm Kate Ryan. The House is set to vote on a $1.7 trillion spending bill. We'll talk with Bank Rates Chief Financial Analyst Greg McBride. It's 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The January 6th committee's final report says Donald Trump criminally engaged in a multi-part conspiracy to overturn the 2020 presidential election. CBS's Steve Dorsey says the report blames Trump for inflaming the insurrectionists who attacked the Capitol. The committee says intelligence leading up to January 6th from numerous government agencies should have prompted him to cancel his speech in the ellipse outside the White House where he had rallied members of the mob. It details how the committee says Trump resisted efforts later by aides to intervene in the attack and call off the mob. A historic winter storm sweeping across the U.S. will cause widespread disruptions. Thousands of flights have already been canceled or delayed, says CBS's Bradley Blackburn. The Arctic blast includes wind chill warnings from the northwest as far as the Gulf Coast and into the eastern seaboard. It's already taking a toll on holiday travel. In Chicago, Alicia Mitchell spent the day trying to get home to Los Angeles. One flight was canceled and another delayed. It's not looking good right now, but we're hopeful. Dale Ulbrich of Minneapolis says the roads have iced up already. Even in the areas that have been plowed really well, if you get above 40 miles an hour, you start sliding around. A record producer who helped create the Philadelphia sound of the 70s has died. Tom Bell worked with some of the biggest groups of the era, including the Delphonics, the Stylistics, and the Spinners. Tom Bell was 79. Major League Baseball's independent arbitrator has reinstated pitcher Trevor Bauer, who was suspended for violating the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy. More from CBS's Peter King. The San Diego woman accusing him of sexually assaulting and beating her. Bauer denied it, saying that everything between the two was consensual. He was never charged with a crime, but the accusations were still enough for MLB to suspend him for two full seasons without pay, some $37 million worth. Bauer last pitched for the L.A. Dodgers, who now have to decide whether they want him back. A lot of EMTs are quitting, worsening an already existing shortage, says CBS's Carter Evans. What is your base hourly rate? 18 $18 an hour? Yes. To pay the bills, we have to work as much as we can. Farnsworth actually makes slightly more than the national median wage for EMTs. The Bureau of Labor Statistics lists it as one of the lowest paying jobs in health care. That's the primary reason roughly a third of all EMTs quit in 2020. The Census Bureau says the U.S. population grew by 1.2 million people this year. We're now a nation of 333 million. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. It's 103 on Friday morning, December the 23rd. We have got... 51 degrees. It's going to be a very cold Friday. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for coming along with us overnight. The top local stories we're following this hour. New this morning, Greenbelt police are asking the public for help after officers responded to an address of 28 Crescent Road for what was described as a cutting incident 
and two people suffered minor injuries. The suspect fled from the scene before the officers arrived. Now police say they've received reports of a man matching the suspect's description, and he's been knocking on doors of residents along Crescent Road asking to be let into their homes. If you live in that immediate area, please ensure your home is secured and all your doors are locked. If you spot this man, please call the Greenbelt Police. A family is grieving and police are hoping for tips after a man was found shot and killed in a busy Silver Spring garage on Wednesday night. Strangers returning to their cars in the Wayne Avenue garage found 62-year-old Charles Reynolds in a pool of blood in the first floor stairwell. Police Chief Marcus Jones says he just had dinner with his family. And had decided that he would take the leftovers to the vehicle before the family would have ice cream at at the Ben & Jerry's. Jones says they don't know the motive and that nothing was taken from Reynolds, including his car parked nearby. Commander David McBain says he's redirecting patrols to downtown Silver Spring. But more specifically, foot patrols in those parking garages, all the county-owned parking garages. Police are asking for tips and expect someone saw something, given how busy the garage, which sits a block from Whole Foods, can be at this time of year. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. The student who admits to shooting a classmate with a ghost gun inside of Magruder High School learned his sentence Thursday afternoon. In court, 18-year-old Stephen Alston Jr., through a statement read by his attorney, said he's sorry for what he did before being sentenced to 18 years in prison for first-degree attempted murder. The sentence comes after the mother of the victim, with tears in her eyes, spoke of the critical injuries her son had and about her son's questions to her about if he'd survive after the shooting. And she talked about how she had, in some instances, have to lie to her son because she did not know. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy, Alston Jr.'s attorney, claims his client was terrified of the 15-year-old classmate. The classmate's family attorney, Alexander Bush, on that. The victim-blaming narrative in this case went really out of hand and was, was frankly, disgusting. Alston Jr. will serve his sentence at a prison for youth offenders. At Montgomery County Circuit Court in Rockville, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Hundreds of students walked out of Walt Whitman High School in Bethesda Thursday in the wake of the recent anti-Semitic graffiti and email incidents. Bethesda Beat reports the students say they wanted to show their support for Jewish classmates and called for increased Holocaust education within the Montgomery County school system. A student organizer of the walkout says they want people behind the graffiti and the emails and others to know that making jokes about the Holocaust, Nazis and Jewish people is not funny or is it okay? Over the weekend, someone spray painted anti-Semitic graffiti at a Montgomery County school. He's jailed. He was jailed on a murder charge for 23 years until his conviction was recently tossed out. Now the Maryland man who is the subject of a hit podcast serial has a job at Georgetown University. 41-year-old Adnan Syed was serving a life sentence for the 1999 murder of a high school classmate, Heyman Lee. Syed was released in September when his conviction was vacated by a Baltimore judge. Now, he's got a job at Georgetown University where he's working with the school's Prisons and Justice Initiative. Among its missions, reinvestigating cases of wrongful convictions. Syed's case got national attention through the podcast Serial. The family of Hey Min Lee went to court contesting the decision to vacate the murder conviction, saying they had not been given adequate notice of the proceedings. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, we'll talk with Bankrate.com's chief financial analyst, Greg McBride, about some of the big items and some of the changes in the Senate's $1.7 trillion spending bill and especially how it relates to retirement accounts. We'll get the details. WTOP News Time, 107. 
Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in, and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. It's 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather. Let's go to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. We start on the Maryland Beltway, Dan. The Outer Loop crash, they found it, and there's lots of it to be seen on the Outer Loop after Route 193, University Boulevard, exit 29. But before you get to Colesville Road, exit 30, the crash activity over on the left side blocking two left lanes with lots of response on scene. Outer Loop, watch for the flashing lights. Slide over to the right. And let me say that again, given the road conditions. Move carefully over to the right to get past the crash activity through Montgomery County. The rest of the Maryland Beltway is actually in relatively good shape, all things considered. 95, Baltimore-Washington Parkway between the beltways were good. On Route 107 in Montgomery County, we White's Ferry Road, not too far from Poolsville proper. The debris in the roadway may have a downed tree near Partnership Road with caution in the darkness. Also on Clarksburg Pike Route 108 between Hall Shop Road and Tucker Lane, we had a crash that now results in a utility work zone. And at last report, those lanes remained blocked. On the Virginia side, 95. 395 as far south as Fredericksburg. No complaints right now. 66 as far west as Haymarket doing well. On the Capitol Beltway between McLean and Alexandria, earlier interloop crash activity near the Dulles Toll Road. Now long gone. Travel lanes have been reopened. District travel, I-395 and I-695, the southeast-southwest freeway, no delays. DC-295 and I-295, earlier issues now resolved. But anywhere you go, you're going to also find some high-standing water in some of the darkness before we can get this all dried out. Extra caution. We'd rather talk to you than about you. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Isn't that the truth? Thanks, Ian. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. Watch for high water on area roads early on this Friday morning. Otherwise, mostly cloudy starting in the 40s. Rain showers will arrive toward dawn again or return toward dawn. And rain showers turn to snow showers in the morning with an Arctic cold front coming through. That cold front means business, blustery, and much colder. Temperatures end the day in the 20s. Winds pick up as wind advisories kick in today and also a wind chill advisory. Later on your Friday, Friday evening or Friday night, wind chills of 0 to 10 below. Heading into Christmas Eve, clouds give way to sunshine, blustery, frigid lower 20s, wind chills in the single digits. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. Temperatures are downright balmy right now. It's 51 in Roslyn, 51 at Farragut Square, 55 in Laurel, but that's not going to be the case later today, so stay tuned. It's coming, the cold weather. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Safety 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP News Time, it's one eleven. As we've been reporting, the Senate has approved a $1.7 trillion bill to fund the federal government through much of the year. The bill still needs to be approved in the House. It includes changes to how 
our retirement plans will work. It's particularly important since most Americans do not have what's called a defined benefit pension. Bankrate.com's chief financial analyst, Greg McBride, outlines the major changes in this bill. This won't come as a shock, but I'm a big fan of things that get people to save and save more for retirement. So, yeah, the number of provisions there really aimed at that. Uh, It really kind of codifies the automatic enrollment that a lot of companies have right now, where you're automatically defaulted into the plan as a new employee, and then it increases each the percentage of your pay that's being deferred each year automatically, extending the age for what are known as required minimum distributions, that point where you have to start taking money out of tax-deferred accounts. A couple of years ago, it went from 70 and a half to 72. This new bill would extend it to 73 beginning in 2023. And then 10 years from now, 2033, would extend that out to age 75. And I think a big one for young people in particular, if you're paying student loans, that those student loan payments can actually count when it comes to your employer match into your 401k. So you may be paying down those student loans and not saving as much to your 401k, it won't work against you in terms of the employer match. Greg, talk about this. Uh, Apparently there's a change involving emergency expense withdrawals from 401ks. Uh, Some folks are going to that right now. Uh, Elaborate on that for us. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a big one because, you know, oftentimes one of two things happens. Either people don't save for retirement because they want to build up their rainy day fund or they end up raiding the retirement account because they don't have enough in the rainy day fund when unplanned expenses arise. And so this bill, there's a component in there to sort of have an emergency savings aspect to it where it makes it less painful and less damaging to take some money out. You won't have the 10% early withdrawal penalty. You'll be able to spread out the tax burden over a three-year period. Very favorable provisions. You know, a lot of times when you need money, it comes at a high price to get to it. And that includes rating the retirement account. This helps reduce some of that cost, not only on the front end, but its long-term impact as well. Greg, very quickly, the clock has run out. We know what it could do for people, for workers, but will businesses have a hard time making these matches? It doesn't mandate the match, but it just allows them to do things like counting student loan payments when figuring that match. Actually, more of an employee perk, if anything, kind of one thing to compete against in a tight labor market. That could actually be a help to businesses. That is from Bankrate.com, their chief financial analyst, Greg McBride. WTOP News Time. It's now 114. Coming up, Rob Woodfork has the latest on the Capitals and Wizards action Thursday night, one team wins, the other team is not having such a good run. We'll get the tales. This message is for Shauna, my mom who just finished her high school diploma. I wanted to say I'm so proud of you for finishing school. You told me it's never too late to achieve your dreams. I hope to make you as proud as you have made me. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. The Capitals continue winning. The Wizards are struggling. Here's Rob. 
Alex Ovechkin was held without a goal for the fourth straight game, but passed Ray Bork for the most shots on goal in NHL history and assisted on the Capitals' two regulation goals in a 3-2 overtime win in Ottawa, Coach Peter Laviolette. That's no surprise. He's impressive, though. Like, you know, he... Maybe tops in the charts and shots, goals, and hits. It's pretty impressive. So is the Caps' special teams and Marcus Johansson's overtime goal in their third straight win and eighth in their last nine, entering the 7 p.m. faceoff at home against the Winnipeg Jets. The Wizards will also play the second game of a back-to-back in Sacramento after falling to the Jazz in Utah, 121-12. To drop 11 of their last 12, Bradley Beal scored a game-high 30 points. The Wiz shot 56% from the floor, but a 13-0 Jazz run bridging the third and fourth quarters, just a little too much to overcome. Down a level, the Maryland men emphatically stopped a three-game losing streak with a 75-45 win over St. Peter's, but George Washington and American each lost close games. Long before the news on the commander's ownership bidding on the field, it was Chase Young, set to make his season debut Saturday in San Francisco, Ron Rivera. We're going to have him on a pitch count initially, and who knows. But again, it's going to be you know a few here, a few here, a few here. And you know just kind of take him through the actions and, and see how he handles it. The so-called pitch count is somewhere between 12 and 18 plays. The defense, though, could be without Cam Curl and Benjamin St. Juice, who are each listed as questionable with ankle injuries. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Speaking about what Rob was just talking about, the commanders and the potential sale of the team. Citing multiple sources, NBC4 reports at least five, possibly as many as seven bidders are expected for the valuable NFL franchise. Bids are due later today, and the price tag is believed to be at least $6 billion, possibly closer to seven. Bank of America is handling any possible sale. It and team owner Dan Snyder are said to be reviewing the bids. There's been no comment, of course, yet from the commanders. Now to the top stories we're working on at WTOP as Mother Nature wreaks havoc across much of the country. More than 2,400 flights nationwide have been canceled since yesterday. There are also some school closings in our area. Go to WTOP.com to find out. The Senate passes a massive spending plan for next year. The House could take up the action later today in order to adjourn to be home before Christmas. There are at least five bidders, as we reported, to buy the Washington Commanders. The bids are due later today. Stay with WTOP for more on these and all of the top stories in just the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to my friend Ian Crawford, who's in the WTOP's very busy traffic center. Busier than we need to be, given all the warnings we've been putting out all night. We, we've been telling you that uh, the footing is not good. Extra caution. More following distance and less speed to get from here to there while we get these roads stride out. We do have crash activity in Maryland. Let's start there on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. Just after the ramp for Route 193, University Boulevard, exit 29. Crash activity now moved to the right shoulder. Should be out of your travel lanes with caution, but you do have all your travel lanes available and passable. 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway between the two beltways. No apparent issues pending. 270 between Frederick and the Lane Divide. Keep it quiet. Please keep up the good work. On 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway. Maybe a little bit of slowing over the top of... 
Uh, Route 301, she had westbound on 50 for reasons yet to be made clear to us, but otherwise no issues pending. And across the Bay Bridge, those wind warnings do remain in effect. Extra caution for high-profile vehicles, but no vehicle restrictions. Virginia Beltway between McLean and Alexandria, no reported delays pending right now. The little spot is slowing on 395 northbound coming out of the Springfield Interchange after Edsel Street, but before you get to, to uh, after Edsel Road, I should say, but before you get to Duke Street with caution for what may be lurking in the darkness. On 66, as far west as Haymarket, inside and outside the Beltway, you run without any incidents or delays. In the district, heads up for some structure fire activity. Benning Road, at least westbound near 26th Street Northeast, with caution and following police direction around fire response there. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Ian. Let's go to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince-Valley. Major changes in the forecast as we head into the Christmas holiday weekend. In the meantime, early on Friday, mostly cloudy rain showers returning toward daybreak. We start in the 40s. They'll turn over to snow showers. Not much in the way of accumulation, but temperatures, they'll fall from the 40s into the 20s by the end of your Friday. Sharply colder winds pick up as a wind advisory kicks in, and then a wind chill advisory kicks in for wind chills of 0 to 10 below. Christmas Eve, clouds giving way to sunshine, blustery, frigid, lower 20s, wind chills in the single digits. Christmas Day, sunshine, bitter, middle 20s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. Temperatures right now, it's 51 at DuPont Circle, 49 in Germantown, 50 degrees in Annandale. The weather brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week, Len the Plumber. Coming up on WTOP, veterinarians in the D.C. area are sounding the alarm about a serious respiratory illness that's spreading among dogs. We'll get details. WTOP News Time. It's 120. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. 121 now on WTOP. Hello, I am Cardinal Wilton Gregory of the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Washington. Each of us has a favorite Christmas memory that makes us smile. We remember great family gatherings, and for many of you, that includes being with children and young families at an afternoon Christmas Eve Mass, the peacefulness of a midnight Mass, or the radiance of Mass on Christmas morning. Christmas memories are rooted in God's love. Christmas encourages us to see beyond the manger, the mystery that Jesus Christ, born of Mary, comes to bring God's mercy, grace, and truth. This Christmas, I invite you to reflect on Jesus coming as a tiny child so many years ago in a manger and the grace of his presence in our lives each day. As we celebrate the birth of Christ, may the peace of Christ be with you always. 
This is WTOP News. It's now 122. Have endangered monkeys from an international smuggling ring been sent to a medical research lab in Frederick, Maryland? People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals is asking the U.S. Army's lead medical biodefense research laboratory at Fort Detrick to look into whether any of the long-tailed monkeys were used in the research as part of an illegal shipment to the United States. PETA wants an extensive audit, but the Army isn't saying that's going to happen. In a statement to the Frederick News Post, the U.S. Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases says it continuously works to reduce and replace animal use by exploring alternative models whenever feasible. Veterinarians in the D.C. area are sounding the alarm. It's about a serious respiratory illness that's spreading among dogs. A lot of dogs are coming in with a dry hacking cough that can last for weeks. Following Thanksgiving, there was a big upswing where we were seeing multiple in a day. Dr. Lauren Giebel with Quint Orchard Veterinary Hospital in Gaithersburg says what they suspect is canine flu after a positive test result. Some dogs were getting really, really sick to the point that they were needing hospitalization at the emergency hospitals. Until case numbers go down, you're being urged to not go to dog parks or board your animal because it could be up to 10 days before your dog shows symptoms. Dogs vaccinated against the flu seem to fare better, but if yours isn't vaccinated... Don't rush into it right now. We can't handle the volume, and then that, that just risks more exposure. And of course, if you think your dog has the flu, call your vet. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A major overhaul is coming down the tracks for the nation's most important railroad corridor. That's the Northeast Corridor from Amtrak that runs from Washington, D.C. to Boston. As part of the upgrades, it includes fixing more than a dozen century-old bridges and tunnels. One of them is the Baltimore and Potomac Tunnel. It opened in 1873. You know who was president in 1873? Ulysses S. Grant. Many of the tunnels are plagued with so much crumbling brick and sinking floor slabs that the trains have to crawl through at speeds as low as 30 miles per hour. The money to make these long overdue fixes comes from nearly $9 billion in Federal Department of Transportation infrastructure grants. Money News at 25 and 55. Let's go to the Bloomberg Newsroom. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Just in time for the Christmas holiday, bad weather is hammering the nation's airlines. Flight cancellations are well into the thousands as high winds and frigid temperatures grip much of the U.S. But the damage doesn't stop there. Farmers fear the record cold could damage machinery, impact the winter wheat crop, and freeze livestock at a time when food inflation is already high. With housing crushed by high mortgage rates, sales of things that go into houses are also falling. Sources say the privately held decor retailer at home saw lower third quarter sales and earnings. Inflationary pressures and supply chain issues are also blamed. The parents of FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried will be keeping an eye on him as he faces charges in the collapse of the crypto exchange. A federal judge released him on $250 million bond. He must stay with his parents in California. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, after traffic and weather, we're closely watching the weather this morning. Temperatures are expected to plunge later today. WTOP News Time now. It's 126. 
Hi guys, it's Mark. Are you struggling with ED? Did you know that a major medical breakthrough is now available and it isn't a pill? Today, Wednesday, December 14th, we're running a one-day special you won't want to miss out on. Monument Medical Clinic uses the most powerful form of wave therapy. This is a technology clinically shown to repair blood vessels and improve blood flow. It's backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge. If you're ready to regain that spark in the bedroom, today is your day. Call us now and you'll qualify for the assessment and ultrasound totally free. You'll also get a gift that can produce rapid and powerful results in the 